Hello, and welcome to the first episode of a podcast that, at the time of recording, is not currently named. Um, our plan here is to talk a little bit about uh, things that interest us and about our lives, and then about a campaign of Dungeons & Dragons that has been going on for two years? Is it two years at this point? Yes. Two years? Yeah, okay. Um, but yeah, so... Um, Depending on where you're hearing this from, you may know me as Chris or Alzi. Nicholas. Oh, sorry. Hold on. <laughs> you dumbass! You had one job. So we're just doing our names? Yes! You just noticed that. Okay. Sorry, I didn't have anything on my screen beforehand. Nothing like that. Uh, uh, I'm Nick. I'm Graydon. I'm Taylor. I'm Adam. I'm Jake. I'm Cubby. And last but not least, the man who managed to make two introductions, Graydon again. Or Unlike a certain someone who couldn't do one. I did no, one. Lego I Star Nick. Oh. <laughs> Lego Star Wars was too important. Happened there. It's fine. So, um, yeah, let's finish story. What? Nothing. Continue. <laughs> this is this is why. Okay, cool. Um, so, uh, how are you guys doing today? It's yeah. a nice, sort of cool Tuesday. It's not super duper hot. How are you guys feeling today? I work outside, and the sun is hot. So it's hot. And I'm happy because now I get to sit down. Mm. I picked I blueberries work. for most of the day, so no. Yeah, poor, poor Cubby. Choose of this life. Yeah. Fan. Yeah. And stars. Yeah. And definitely nothing else going on on the screen. Definitely not Lego Star Wars. Yeah. Um, yeah, right. No Lego Star Wars at all. Definitely wasn't a 30-minute discussion before this about not playing Lego Star Wars while trying to record and uh, missing your cue for the introduction. Nothing like that. No, nothing. Um, Definitely not. Yeah, no. Of course not. He totally did not make my character into a burnt marshmallow. Yeah. Speaking about burnt marshmallows, um, as far as things that are totally unrelated to the topic that we're going to normally cover in this, which is Dungeons and Dragons, I want to talk a little bit about something we all, most of us did a couple weeks ago. We went to pre-release the new Magic the Gathering set, Adventures in the Forgotten Realms dropped. Um, which is Dungeons and Dragons. What does that have to do with burnt marshmallows? That's nothing. That's the point. That was the point. Um, But yeah, so it's been like a couple of weeks since then now, so I just wanted to hear what you guys had to say, if you had anything to say about, not necessarily cards, because there's going to be enough nerds talking about which cards are good and which cards are not good. Um, I want to hear what you guys thought about the event. I want to say I feel called out, and uh, <laughs> it was kind of mean. 
definitely Carl Williams. For reference. I thought it was great. Yeah. Yeah. For reference, Jake was not available for this. And Graydon had some of the worst luck in his draw imaginable. So, uh. In my life, actually. It was pretty bad. Considering how many times he luck, I think he deserved it. Shut up. My luck's terrible all the time, and you guys just don't recognize it. Eh. Until D&D time. What was the last time we rolled two natural 20s? Okay, but you need to think about how many dice, like, dice he rolls a session. Okay, when was the last time I rolled one natural 20? Okay, <laughs> but you're... Uh, on dorsal. Yeah. Yeah, that wasn't my main character. Well, maybe you should get good. We are well, two minutes in. <laughs> we are two minutes in, ladies and gentlemen. And we've already gone off course. I thought pre-release was terrible, but I'm biased. I thought it was pretty great, but that's just because it was my first time there. I got some packs, which is cool. Something to celebrate is that we all got at least um, one pack out of the deal, even if one of them was a pity pack. No, it was not pity. It was an agreement on gentlemen. Excuse me. Yeah. I never got a pack. Thank you. You got a booster box. I got a booster box, but I didn't get a prize pack or anything, so... Oh. Don't say all of us got one, even if- Oh, shut up. You had a Modern Horizons 2 pack. Okay, cool. Yeah, it's not like that's worth quite as much as one Adventures in the Front of the Realms, but, you know, whatever. Continue, Driss. Uh, this is a group thing. This is not a I-lead-the-discussion deal. I wanted to hear yeah. what you guys had to say. Because I- I a leader. I have- You also DM. Yes, which, yeah. And a lot of other people. I'm keeping this Ooh, entire silence in. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Pre-release was pretty good. It was kind of weird that we were there uh, half an hour early, yet we still started a half an hour late. You mean, like, an hour early, bud? Eh. We pulled in at, like, 6.10, and you guys have been standing there for, like, 10 minutes. True. Yeah, we got there a little bit before, a little bit after six, I think. Yeah. Well, it wasn't that bad. But wasn't that in a small bookstore full of very sweaty people in the hot summer? Uh, that was fun. Very warm. Adam has been trying to talk for 30 seconds, so Adam... Take the floor, please. No uh, I wasn't, but okay. Oh, I thought uh, you were talking, sorry. Well, now you have to. Yeah, say something. <laughs> Speech. Uh, Speech. It was, it was fun. I was very dehydrated the whole time because I forgot a drink. Mm. That was less than enjoyable, but the rest was fun. Did you win I two? Told... Why don't we uh, tell about the decks we made? That's a good idea. Uh, Adam, did you win two games or three games? You won I won one. two. Won yeah. two. Nick was the only one that won three. Out of us. Uh, technically, yeah. Nick cheated. Yeah. Only one of them. Only one was a free game that no one fought me against because they didn't have enough people. Yes. And my only win was a free pass. So, so yeah. let's go in the opposite order. 
of uh, introduction to talk about the decks we made. Which means, Graydon, with your double billing, you're first. Yeah, um, I made a... Uh, because I have a one-track mind, I made a teamer whatever deck because I didn't have any good cards. And I just put whatever cool cards I wanted in it. And that's it. I had no purpose. Oh, no, wait. That's a lie. I lied entirely. Wow. I intended to make a uh, red-blue dice roller deck. But I missed all of the key cards I needed for that deck. So I think I had to throw green in as a uh, patchwork uh, fix. And it went terribly. Yeah, if you're here for the D&D &D and not magic necessarily, basically, this was the first set that added rolling d20s into the game. And so he tried to build upon that and, uh, well, I, I, your card draw, I gotta say, I've opened a lot of packs and wasted a lot of money on magic cards. That was pretty rough. I've had worse. That's fair. But only in way of not getting what I wanted. Uh, to be fair, my concept was solid. Just didn't get the cards. Yeah, I made one of those decks the other day, and uh, it's it's pretty neat. Cubby, what'd you That's make? really fun. I made a green-black uh, focused on creatures deck, and unfortunately, it turned into a um, green-black and however many of those cards got shuffled into a deck because I was on the phone for the half an hour that we needed to make our decks. So instead, I just ran back, opened packs, put all my green and black cards in one pile and said, these will work, and they did you make it sound like that's a bad thing. You beat me. Isn't yeah. that how it works? That's what I did. Jake, what kind of deck did you make? Uh, it was actually amazing. Went undefeated. Didn't lose yeah. a single game. Yeah. It was amazing. But I also didn't win any. Yeah. Like nothing I'd ever seen before. I, I didn't yeah. have a deck. If didn't I. You... Didn't you use the new color purple? Uh, no. I actually used magenta. Oh, uh, sorry. It's like all of the good things of blue and all the good things of every other color. And it's thrown in the garbage. So it's basically white. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, it's... it's so it sounds like green. That is green, actually. Like green. green has all the good things of every color. No, but thrown in the garbage. Oh, fair. Uh, oh, Adam's turn. Uh, I made a red, white, green equipment-based deck sort of thing. Uh, mostly threw in the green for a space filler. So I only had two forests, three forests. The green part was a disaster. The rest of it worked pretty okay. That's about it. Average deck. To be fair, the pretty okay deck also handily defeated me. Twice. Yeah. <laughs> That's a little disrespectful. Just, eh. 
I played against it a couple of times, and it was it was pretty solid. But yeah, the... yeah, that was round I kept drawing only green cards with no green lands. That's right, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that'll happen. That's uh, that's an ouch. Also, I didn't know we could switch up decks midway through, so I we still didn't don't actually know edit the number of lands. Other people did. I wasn't sure. Just because Nick does it does not mean it's a legal move. What did I do? Maybe you'd know if you weren't playing Lego Star Wars. I'm not. I'm just not paying attention. We actually aren't. Fine. Okay. It's just in the background. It's not actually. We're not actually playing it right now. I see. Apologies. Oh. I was on pal. Yeah, I was just not paying attention. Like normal. Anyways. Other things. Continue. Well, I guess it's my turn. Um, honestly, I don't. So I did a red, blue, and black deck. I do not remember the cards that I made it off of, and it was not great, but it got me a win. So I'm not super angry about it. But hey, here I am. Nice. Yeah, I remember two things about your deck in it. Because I, I have the legendaries that two of the legendaries that you use against me in front of me, and that's the only thing I remember about it. I also like counterspell a lot of your stuff. Yeah, mm. it's a power move. So, Graydon, how's your deck? <laughs> Terrible. Thanks for asking again. <laughs> Nothing else to say. Uh. Adventures in the Forgotten Realms is a very good set. Um, but the cards I got from it in that booster or the draft box were, in fact, hot garbage. I have a question. If you had gotten one more card, any card of your choice, do you think any of, any of the cards in that set could have saved it? And what card would it be? Alina Wild Page. Yes. Yeah. Mm, that card he was the card. Uh, to those of you that don't know the rules, basically, Delina, whenever you... Uh, is it whenever you roll dice, or is it... or does Whenever she, have she own... attacks, whenever she attacks, you choose target creature you control, and then you roll a d20. On a 1 through 14, uh, you create a copy of that creature, tapped and attacking... And on a 15 through 20, you create a copy of that, you create that copy again, uh, but then you roll again. That's right. Which then allows both more copies and more copies. As someone who played against the deck that he made with this card, he's shit. You're just angry because he lost. Hard. Yeah. I played against this deck and won even though I was supposed to lose, so. Yes, you did win. <laughs> I, I pulled off an infinite combo, and she won from it. We were up to 20 D20s being rolled at once, something like that? Yes, and I was down to zero cards in my library, thanks to Barrett yeah. uh, of Devil's Lock, or Devil's Chosen. The Roper was like, what, 29, 27? Yeah, he was big, because he had yes. the hand of Vecna on him. Yeah. Well, technically, he would have been. If I had another combat step with him, because he adds your hand to his power at the uh, beginning of combat until end of turn. Yes, that's true. Nick, tell us about your deck. 
Well, I actually had two decks at two different points. The first one was all the red and green cards that I pulled, because I got Targnar, who's a red and green, the only multicolored card that I drew. So I just took all my reds and all my greens and put them together, and it apparently was bad, because the only game I played with that I lost. Uh, and that was against Arando. And then, once I lost that game, I decided, I'll make a new deck. So I put together a white-blue deck, which was, again, all of my blue cards and all of my white cards. And I beat Taylor and Cubby using that deck. It was pretty cool. It was a lot Same. of blue-white stuff. Like, it was some life gain and spells. Uh, I, I had a Demi-Lich, even though I never got to play it. Fly is good, Enchanted Sleep, all the good stuff. Just saying, you against me was you won twice. I did manage one win off you. And the thing that killed me was the fact that I only had one card that could bite off flying, and almost all your creatures had flying. That's why you were... So, you quick tap, you're running green-black. If you can't deal with creatures that fly, because none of your creatures are flying, you have black. And black is full of removal. Like Eyes of the Beholder. Was it is. An okay removal. Mine was, mine was not ready to draw any of those. Yeah, I'm the one with the eyes of the book. I know. <laughs> Isn't it like negative 11, negative 11? Yes. Yes, yep. it is. For like six mana. And is that on tutus? Yep. And honestly, watching people's reactions was priceless. Yep. Was it instant or sorcery? Sorcery. Sorcery. I think. I have it over there. I have a bajillion cards right here. I'll find it in a second. Um, it's an instant. Uh, I have. The Gatherer at my hands. It's an instant? Yes. Nice. Not terrible. I mean, not great, because it's way too expensive, but... Workable. Chris, what did you make? I went into this thinking, alright, black is an easy color to work with. Black is a super powerful, you know, color combination with anything. That's what I'm gonna go with. First card I open is my box topper. It's the green-white Dritz Duerden. So I'm like... Well, yes, I'm throwing my original plan out the window. And I just cobbled together out of anything that heals and anything that's big a green-white deck. Um, and it was... I, I don't know if it was good. Be my scooped-up dice roller deck. It was okay. The problem was I went two matches without having an actual opponent. My opponent dropped out twice and then my third game i was up against someone who i don't want to accuse anybody of cheating but um this individual had two xanathars and the grandmaster of flowers and more that he managed to get in six packs it just so happened to have a booster box next to him yeah so i was like he played, <laughs> he played the commander too didn't he like the one the rounds before us I, I think, think he did, think actually. so, yeah. Oh, you guys played Commander? No, no, there was a... No, it wasn't Commander. They had another tourney for uh, pre-release. Yeah. Two tourneys there. Early day and then late night. And the both tourneys are late night. Yeah. And the last person, I was like... It was like 11 o'clock by the time we were doing that match. And I lost the first one after it got pretty close. Uh, but I... I think he used Orcus and just kind of sw uh, swiped the floor with me. So uh, yeah. I was just yeah. like, you know what? You can have the second round. That's fine. 
I want to leave. <laughs> it's pretty awesome. Yeah, it was Carver here. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, it was... Personally, I think that while it was fun, uh, we were there for five... Long fucking time. Hours? Six hours? Way too long. Too long. Yeah. We got there, like I said, like, right around six o'clock. We were the seven oh. o'clock matches. That's when you know it's late. And we didn't start till seven thirty, eight o'clock, something like that, I think. I was just opening packs. Yep. Which meant I we were in the car driving home around twelve thirty at night on a Friday. Yep. Before twelve hours but... of D and D tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> at least I got us food before at least we were McDonald's all, yes. all in the same boat and we're all tired except I didn't actually make it to D&D the next day until 8 that night Yeah. well that was kind of pathetic well we weren't all in the same boat cough cough Jake yeah, yeah. I had work at 4 in the morning Don't. That's I wanted fair. to be there I want to point out he did a hand motion that only I could see <laughs> of course I think next time, what we do is, we say, go. well, I say we go and buy a booster box, split it amongst us, and do our own tournament. That way, we're I'm not better. stuck there till, for like five hours. It's not with people fighting against who may or may not, may or may not what? I was just going to say, people who may or may not know the rules and or be lying about the rules. Yeah. Yeah. Someone used a uh, minimus containment to turn one of Taylor's creatures into a treasure token. And then when she destroyed the uh, enchantment that does that, he said that it was a new object on the battlefield because now it's a creature again. Oh, yeah. Many... It had summoning sickness. Yeah. Which is not how that worked. And either way, I was only going to hit him for one damage when he was at full. Like, yeah. I don't understand. That's how pro magic players are. Point is, at least we all don't know the rules. Yes, exactly. We <laughs> we play in ignorance together. It's perfect. He's still mostly ignorant. He's like 70% ignorant. Are we Maybe. talking about me? Or me? Both are valid. Authors. Both are very valid. I mean, yeah, I know some of them. I know most of the rules. Anyways. Um, I know, like, Two keywords. I did you guys know that uh, damage causes loss of life? I did know that actually. Wait, is this a trick question? I guess that only makes me sixty nine percent ignorant. Nice. Well, there you go. The more you know. Um, yeah, like I said before, we don't really need to go into too much detail about the new cards because every. Thing everywhere is going to be talking about oh hey what's oh. your favorite card and why is it the uh, grand master of throwing ninja stars at santa or because of like dwarves yeah you cut out for most I mean, of that but sure here's the thing. just all you need to know is dwarves yeah yeah here's the thing not everyone will be talking about the favorite cards in adventures of brown realms because we are about a month late on that train. That's fair. <laughs> Therefore, making this new and unique content. Oh yeah, that's that's true. This no is one a... has ever thought of 
oh talking God. about something months after it was popular. A stale retrospective. That's what we're providing here at the podcast that still has no name. That um, could be the name. Oh, you turned into a robot there, but that's fine. We like robots. Yeah, we do like robots. Some of us more than others. I, I actually, um, I bought some more cards. My friends here know exactly how many boxes of cards I bought. Um, but we're not going to talk about that. I'd say a couple. A couple, yeah. A couple is definitely one way to put it. But, um, there's some fun cards in here. It feels a little on the light side as far as commons go. Like, I don't know, it feels like other sets, you get the same common, you get, like, a wider variety of commons. It feels like there's maybe, like, 30 or 40 in the entire set, and that when you're opening as many boxes as I am, it's, like, not a whole lot, but there's still some pretty fun... Well, here's the thing, were you buying uh, Forgotten Realm boosters? Yes. Were you buying set or draft boosters? This, uh, so I've opened, I'm, I'm not gonna, I'm gonna say a combination of the two to protect how many cards I've bought. <laughs> that information. Yeah, what was it, like $490? Uh, it was some amount of money that we're not gonna discuss on this podcast. But I'm, I'm just gonna segue real quick into a new card that I drew today because, uh, uh. Where is it? I can't even find the card. Fuck. We're past... Yeah, we're past one minute. Fuck. Um, I finally drew Xanathar today. I finally drew Froghemoth today. That's a fun one. These words Frog. mean nothing. Xanathar is amazing. I'm glad I got one. I need to actually use him. Yeah, I don't have a Xanathar, but I do have a Froghemoth, and I agree they're pretty great. I... Yeah, Xanathar is pretty... Opie. Yeah. Two yeah, TL. Just makes the game not fun for everyone else. We like dwarfs. Dwarfs are cool. Dwarves are cool. You know what else is cool? What's cool, Chris? Coming up with a name for this goddamn podcast. We still well, don't have that. We're not cool. We, yeah, we have to find one that's not already used. Yeah, let's. So, we're going to do a little segment here. We're going to try and figure out a name for this podcast live, not live. I guess kind of live on this podcast. We don't know what we're doing. I think we should just call it The Freedom Force. The Freedom Force? Team. I was thinking The Legion Lounge. The Legion Lounge? Honestly, I think we just found it. Yeah, let me let me check the SEO on that. Let me let me Google search that real quick. Yes. We need to make sure we are the top Google. Oh Adam no. Adam has been thinking about this since like last week, I guarantee it. What's the oh no, Chris? It's oh, yeah, no. Legion Lounge is not gonna work. It's a That's Canadian why. bar and lounge. Established <laughs> Augusta twentieth, twenty twenty. We just missed it by, like, a year. <laughs> no, 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 no. They're a bunch of upstart hipsters. We can take them over. No. Yes. We yeah. don't want to fight they... them. 
<laughs> we want to show our soft bellies and choose a different name. Like they're just gonna give us donuts. Freedom right? Force is very much already a thing. Oh, well, it's Marvel, really? Mm. Okay. Uh, what about the Liberty Team? The Liberty Team? Oh. Why? Yeah. Because it's the, the Liberty Team. That I one's definitely it. taken. Yes, the Liberty Team is taken. Uh, I think if we want any name, we're gonna have to go away from words that have anything to do with America, because everyone will have taken those names. We're gonna have to go away from words that fit the English language. No, I, Nothing is original, everything is derivative. That's true. Just like D&D characters. Exactly. Like open. STOP! We don't talk about that and it wasn't clerical. Also, somebody needs to get closer to the mic there, Mr. Smith. He's yelling across the room because he's making hot chocolate. Because he refuses to sit still, like Graydon. <laughs> you put pasta sauce into your hot chocolate? Pasta sauce? <laughs> Stop. Please. Oh, it's nutmeg, I hope. Oh, we're trying to get the name, guys. Yeah, we need to figure this out. Mm. Did anybody hear my suggestion? No, you were making hot chocolate. Wait, no, I did hear it. Don't repeat it, please. Unfortunately, we did hear it. Yeah. I'm gonna I have to... There's a reason he didn't write it down in the chat. <laughs> I didn't hear it, Um, but I may need to edit it out of the podcast later, so I'll just have to keep an eye over that. Hey, hey, you one time we were sitting on a couch together and we were playing... Oh, that. Two... That one, yeah, I heard that one. Yeah, I, okay. named, I named the podcasting channel after it. Nice. Yeah. I did not get that. I yep. got that. You were bad. Taylor, I'm kind of slow. Uh, the, the good news is, pasta sauce and hot chocolate is not taken. That being said, <laughs> I don't think we should name the podcast that. I don't uh, think I don't we should take that. that. Pasta sauce in hot chocolate. No, there's a when you search that, it's not a thing. Well, it's because anyone who thinks of that has probably been uh, executed by the state. No, by the Italians. By the Italian state. Conductor. <laughs> this podcast is now wanted in Italy. <laughs> oh, but we haven't finished Sopranos yet. Oh, gosh. From the last season. We cannot talk about the Sopranos <laughs> when we're trying to figure out a name for the podcast. I'll do it, huh? Um, recap of the realms. That's pretty good. I'll, I'll write that Sopranos? one down. Okay, cut on the board. I'm, I'm checking one right now. I mean, realm recap would be pretty good. Just shorten it. Seems kind of derivative, but okay. I don't know what that word means. <laughs> Unfortunately, unfortunately, Nick, uh, Tony Soprano playing D&D is also more or less taken, so we're not doing that one either. Oh, I can't make that joke, can I? Probably I, not. I can edit it out, but I need no. to write down the time if it's bad. No, it's not terrible, but 
It's not politically correct, if you get my drift. I said so. So, recap of the realms is... The realm recap is taken by... Yak face? <laughs> I think we can compete with Yak face. <laughs> we can take them over. Yeah. They have... My problem is, we haven't going to go to campaign three. If it's we rename it. Campaign. Hey. We have to rename the podcast. Because I guarantee nerds in a basement is taken. That is literally the oldest joke. Dorks in a dungeon. Puppy, you're just using, like... I'm pretty sure this is already used, but Dungeons and Dumbasses is pretty decent. Yeah. Dorks in Dungeons is taken. Dorks in Dungeons. Well, I know Dungeons and Daddies is, but... We are not all daddies, thank you. Why don't we just name ourselves Critical? <laughs> Good idea. It's just a commitment. Because then Matt Mercer will show up with foam noodles and chuck them at our heads. What? I've just oh, been where? told. I've just been told by the podcast police that I'm not allowed to uh, name other podcasts. So we're just gonna have to ignore that I said that. They said you guys are fine, but they said they're keeping an eye on me, so. Ah. It's very sad. I'm under house arrest by the podcast police. Send help. It's a good thing we do D&D at your house, so. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You'll be fine. It'll be great. When's the last time Nick rushed that house? Probably about four months. Pre-release. Yep. Well, I haven't had a car in a while. Was the last time you left your house pre-release? We have no reason. We have no reason to leave. I also don't have a means to leave. I don't have my car. Yeah, I can't. I'm stuck here. No, naming a podcast, not judging Nick and his living capabilities. Okay. They're low. That being said, how about forgotten friends? Oof. And with Forgotten Realms, and we're all friends. That's not our domain. So, Forgotten Realms and something else. Uh, Nick doesn't have a car, not taken. Ooh. So, I'll, I'll put that one on the board. Do it. I'm not naming the podcast after Nick unless I have to. <laughs> the actual to make fun of him. Yep. It'll go to his head. Let's call it the Billy Brigade. <laughs> <laughs> this is the most difficult part of anything. Well, yeah. Okay, That's why we're doing this in episode one. Imagine if we got to, like, episode three of the podcast and we still hadn't finished the name section. That would have been a problem. Campaign we play. We could just be Von Dorsal and the fam. <laughs> that is valid. That sounds more like a band. <laughs> Chris, I happen to realize that you didn't put Billy Brigade on the uh, the board there. Oh, gee, I wonder why that is. Oh, I'll I'll add it right away. He's typing. Um, the Nerd Network. That's probably taken. Guaranteed. Let's find out. It comes up and recommended. Yeah, it's taken. Yeah, that's very taken. When it auto you know you're screwed. They're also a podcast. 
course they are. <laughs> Everyone's a podcast now. It's all right. So are we. It's fine. How much free publicity we're giving to people? Yeah. We need to do something super specific. We could just get like a one-word thing. That'd be great. I mean, we don't have the capability it's, to do that. But it's going to be taken. Okay, what if... Now hear me out. We take the first letter from each of our names. <laughs> or our characters' oh, no. names. Oh no. Way, and we Let's... make them into a name. That's a great idea. So How many people's names have to start with a vowel? Or none of you. None of you. It's only Ark. Only Ark. Adam. If you want to call Tara Ar, you can. Or you can use the real fucking name. No. You can name it the Kara crew. The Kara crew? Same problem. It's the same problem. Same answer. Only Adam. Yeah, everything's like already taken. I know this This doesn't. I know this doesn't fit for everybody here. But sprocket dice is not taken. Ooh. Ooh. That is that that is certainly a choice. <laughs> Sorry, Jake, but listen, I that's like half could have been there. I would have been there. It's Dude, we would have taken you over Stop! any day. Honestly. Yeah. I would have taken a dead fish over Stop! <laughs> we should... I'm gonna have to bleep all these names out. Oh, yeah. Just to be safe. What? what? More things I have to bleep out. Yeah. Maybe you should just bark every time Cubby talks. Yeah, I know. Okay. <laughs> Was he talking about me or? Stop! Stop saying his name. Whose name? Stop! <laughs> Anybody who's not currently involved, and we can check. Hey, is this okay? That isn't someone that we don't care if we make fun of. Because it won't get back to them. If we believe no can we reveal the deepest, darkest secret? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm marking this timestamp down. <laughs> I, I think Sprocket Dice is. You have to, he must have figured it out by now. No need to dwell on it. So for a name for this, I think Sprocket Dice is actually a good idea. I mean, I think we can derive it into something like one word. Sprice? With ology in it. (laughs) Diceology? Realmology? Something like that. Diceology sounds cool. I think diceology is taken. Oh, do I still have well, the? We're looking it up. Google. Do I still have the the uh? Do we still have sprocketology? It's already a thing. It's a podcast. Sprocketology or diceology? Because I know diceology. Oh no, I'm not supposed to talk about them. That's right. The podcast. Yes. Yeah. I'm very sorry. Really distinct diceology. Sprocketology is nothing Sprocket- else besides what it already was before. Yeah, I mean, the YouTube account still exists, but honestly, I might be able to hack into that and, like, take it as our own. <laughs> Am I dumb? How do you... How do you spell sprocket? S-P-R-O-C-K-E-T. Okay. Anthology. Oh! I found you drum. Yeah, like I that. imagine on the Facebook or Spotify yeah. for some reason. That's just... Well, now that's... 
I'm not going to get into this right now, but I'm just noticing that Sprocketology has a few pictures. Uh, none of us are in any of them. So that's neat. <laughs> it's all people before us. Uh -oh. It still has that damn interview that Taylor had us do. Yes, it does. It does? Yeah. Yeah, I watched it the other day. It's too bad the bloopers got taken down, but we're getting no, off. The bloopers were never like public to begin with. I just sent you all the link. I have to go back onto the Sprocketology like YouTube account to get the bloopers back. I see. Because they're private. Look at these pictures. I think I only appear in the bloopers. Yeah, I think you, so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you do. Yeah. Alright. So let's tower on everyone. Yeah, that's the point of being tall. It must be nice. It is. It's very nice. It's terrible. No, it's great. I'm average height. Keep oh. telling yourself that. <laughs> so, average height. So. We got a couple of names here. I mean, you say that, but he can, like, mind you in two seconds. But he's shorter. That's the point. No. Huh. He's anytime he wants, but he's shorter than we're we're trying to do podcast related things. Bullshit, what'd you say? No, stop. He's shorter than us. Yes. That that's it. That's all I say. That's oh, okay. the joke. Yeah, yeah, that's the entire joke. Does anybody oh, something? Does anybody else have any ideas for names? Great headline. <laughs> no. I don't think a one word um, thing is the best. Feasible. I said Realmology, because he said something with ology, so I kind of came up with that. I have no idea if that's taken. What about dungeonology? That I guarantee that's taken. Realmology, 100%. realmology is taken a few times over. Why has it got to be ology? What's... I don't know. Graydon gave me an idea, and I'm rolling with it. What was the other one besides realmology? The other ology? Dungeonology is a thing. 100% already a thing. I think it's a board game. It's a book. It is... A book. It's a D&D &D book, at least. Yeah, it's a D&D &D book. Dude, I kind of want to buy that. Well, we may not have come up with a name, but we have added Dungeonology to Hubby's oh, shopping cart. Uh, I'm still voting for uh, pasta sauce and hot chocolate. No, Cubby. Dungeon. I kind of like Cubby's idea, to be honest. No. Nick. Love you, Nick. <laughs> it's been vetoed anyway, so it doesn't matter. So. If it's. I love the uncomfortable laugh that you did after I said that. Is there. Any other suggestions for names before we get down to the meat and potatoes? I mean, we could. Because there's a whole lot of sorrow. Yeah. What, what did you say? Yes. Flight of our sorrows. It is taken. So, I think... Hey, what about Quilentia Gathers? Ooh. Ooh. That's definitely not taken. I made the name Galentia, so that should... Again, though, we're specifically not in Galentia. 
Okay. But hey, in our first campaign. Hey, guess what, Nick? What? Uh, when remember how you were talking about how we're moving on to campaign three? We got to change the name. We won't have to. If well, we just name it after one of the most prominent cities in our original campaign, uh, it's a continent. Continent. Yeah. I'm smart. I came up with a name. Actually, to be fair, uh, campaign two also more or less exists on Gwalencha. So yeah, you know, it it does Shut work up. still. And campaign three will exist on it too. Or campaign near it. Will, campaign three will exist near it, but this is a different discussion. Um. Gwalencha. Yeah, there's yeah, sure. So, uh, do we need to? I mean, every name except for the last three on that list, we don't need to worry about, right? We we're down well, to Sprock. Have a car is pretty good. Nick doesn't have a car is pretty good, but we just yeah, not we don't episode need it. name. That should be the name of the episode. Okay. Insert title here. Ben Dorsal stole Nick's car. <laughs> that was that family. Like teased right there. That that will be the name of episode two. Oh, there we go. Uh, so we got Sprocket Dice, Sprocketology, and Gwalencha Gathers. I think we're down to those three. I really like Gwalencha Gathers. Yeah. Yeah. I just don't like that Cubby came up with it. <laughs> That's, yeah. Also do we need to do a vote or are we good with Glencha Gathers so long as we just slightly I'm forget that Cubby Nick came up with a name? He well, I feel like we need to take out the penny jar if you guys are going to keep teasing me. All I know is that Cubby will never let us forget that because he's going to be so proud of himself. Because... <laughs> let me be proud of one thing. Yeah, let's give it to him. Like we have enough things that we can remind him to put him in his place. That's do we, fair. Do we need like a vote? Adam, Tell me, check this out. My shoulder works. <laughs> doesn't have a B. Do oh, we yeah. need a vote? We're not voting. Gwalencha Gathers wins. That's the name Woo. of the. That's the name of the hey, podcast. Hey. Woo! Good input, Adam. Hey. <laughs> there we go. Finally, after right. twenty minutes. <laughs> Oh boy. The money binder. <laughs> we are so efficient. We are so efficient, but that's okay. This is episode one. We're still figuring stuff out. I feel like this should be an episode zero. Yeah. Well, isn't how that's that's how it normally works, right? Hey, Cubby. Hmm. You spell damn with a B. Oh no. No. Don't. We can't. We can't get into it. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> In the same sentence he was bragging about naming the podcast. We got the name. Do we wanna does anyone else have anything to say about pre-release? Or magic cards? Or anything in that section? Does anyone have anything to say about magic cards? Why yes I do. Graden. Boy. That you made a mistake. Hey, you we can mute them. You have yeah, one. Right on the no, 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 no. I want to hear this. You have one sentence. Okay. Ooh. It's gonna be around. He's charging his power. Yep. No, not them. I want to hear what they're gonna say. 
He's just like looking down at his arm, trying to like figure out the right word. He's looking for the answer. He'll get it. He's picking the correct words. He's twenty-five. is one of the best comments to be printed in the recent years. What's the start of that? Is that the green card you're talking about? I had one sentence. We're moving on now. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That's all we get. So we're going to move right on to the next section, which is just a really uh, in-depth recap of our campaign that we've been, like I said at the beginning, we've spent over two years on at this point. Um, and we're going to start because uh, there's a lot to cover. There is a lot to cover um, with a bit of the just background story and characters. Um, so just to give a little bit of a preface. Our adventures take place in the world of the Ward and the Nine Realms, in a land that has been overtaken by this strange fey magic known as the Feyreach. Uh, it is about 1,200 years in the future from when uh, our previous campaign took place, which means everything is, is supposed to be much more advanced. Uh, technology should obviously be more powerful, but... In this situation, with this strange corruption of the material plane by the Feywild, everything is kind of slowed to a halt, and everything is stuck in this weird sort of limbo. And our story takes place in the small mountain town of Gale Peak, with a small group of adventurers. Their names are... There's Kara Woodsman, the Firbolg Druid Barbarian. Who grew up in the Cranjur clan? Uh, there's Gene, the Drow Bard, Draconic Sorcerer, who grew up in a city. And there's Calzoon, a rogue ranger that grew up with some some cool satyrs. Oh, he's also a wood elf, or maybe Mittens, uh, Tabaxi, Noble, Fine Soul Sorcerer, who is trying to spread his family's influence throughout the mainland. We got Fillory, a tiefling who's just trying to go back to her ancestors and get more in touch with them and not be a tiefling. <laughs> I'm a barbarian. There's Rodrum, an edgy blood elf rogue fighter who is uh, not a very good person. And likes to kill people. And we have a whole lot of other player characters that were there for the first session and have been there since. Um, we have Ruffy Lee Zarksvoror, the Canii fighter cleric paladin. We have Equitum, the ASMR paladin. Uh, we have Esper, the high elf wizard. He was there for like a session. Um, I guess. We have Gibdewil. The half elf trickery domain cleric. Is that follows a loyalty god? Yep. Yeah, we'll we have we'll cover that in full. Is there anyone else that I'm I forgetting? Feel like too far you should explain what Kani is. That's fair, that's fair, because um the other one 
uh, Blood Elf I'll need to explain too. Um, Ruffy Lee is quite a big character. Yes. Um, is but I just wanted to make sure. Are there any other characters that I'm forgetting about? There's a lot of you, so I forget sometimes. Uh, ones that haven't been introduced yet. No. Ah, uh, yeah. So later on, we'll also be meeting be meeting William Kidsley, the Satyr uh, Archfey Warlock, uh, and Ark Arlen Renan Craftswin, the High Elf Artificer Alchemist. Uh, but they come in later in our story, so we don't need to worry about them right now. Um, first, first things first, this is a, I'm going to start right off because, well, you know, we play a very homebrew heavy game. I think, no, <laughs> I think it's fair to say a lot of our game is pretty heavily homebrewed. Basically, if there's a rule you hear or something that sounds different, because it probably is. Don't worry about it. That's how it goes. Yeah, our rules, our settings, our um, everything is going to vary in some way, shape, or form. So don't worry, it's not like a, we don't know the rules. We very much know the rules, we just take the rules in our own direction, because it's a game. We can make up whatever we want. That's the secret. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know any rules. You've opened up Pandora's box. Cubby, recite the carry weight rules. I have not read the Dungeon Master's Guide for any of the the editions we've played. It's fine. Um, oh, but yeah, so basically... Basically, uh, what I need to cover very quickly is, as part of that, um, Blood Elves and Kanii were both mentioned in our little introductions there. Blood Elves are basically a weird type of High Elf. Uh, in a lot of ways. Um, they're a different subspecies of elf, not like a curse on normal elves, uh, but they basically have this weird, like, feral ferocity to them. Uh, Canii are, to put things bluntly, dog people. Um, and they're oh. very cool. Yeah, right, what you just heard there, that weird barking noise, there you go. That's probably a Canii. I don't know if that'll pick up on OBS or not. Probably. Weird something. Mm. Yeah. But the first first thing I want to cover as we're going through this is what inspired you guys to make these characters, these first characters here? What was like the driving force that made uh made these characters? Whoever wants to go first, there's a lot of thinking with this one. I know we're not good with thinking, but you know, can go we first. can try. Because mine is kinda simple as to why the way I did. In our first campaign, I played a cleric fighter who, uh, because of his god, became lawful good and always wanted to do the right thing and was kind of uh, didn't really have too much fun with that sort of stuff. So for this campaign, I decided to play the opposite of that. Didn't he die four times? That's besides the point. Anyway, uh, I decided to go with the edgiest choice possible. Uh, very old, very angry, very murder-killy elf who didn't care about gods or magic and enjoyed stabbing things. Don't forget to mention the pure salt at leaving first edition. Oh yeah, there was... <laughs> yeah, 
I was kind of biased towards first edition, which is kind of stupid now. And I was angry that we were going into fifth edition. So I wanted to be something simple. I went with Rogue Fighter, who had high strength, which was not a great choice. He had high strength? Relatively mm-hmm. high strength, yeah. His stats were all over the place. Wisdom, though. Wisdom was terrible. And charisma. <laughs> well, wisdom, huh? Yeah. Interesting. Mm. That will come up later. This will come up many times in our adventures. Yeah. Even with high wisdom, it's just... Bless uh... me. It's a difference. Yeah. <laughs> Who's next? Anyone else want to share about their making of characters? I'll go next, because the making of my character was very not... There was, like, nothing behind it. Basically, Cubby and uh, Gib were like, hey, a Rogue Ranger is a great combo. You should do it. So I was like, okay. So I did it. And then my whole backstory on a one-hour drive, which isn't, there's not much backstory, and it's a classic rogue sad backstory, but not that sad. Not as edgy as it could have been. I'm proud of that. Um, Ranger hurts sometimes, but then sometimes it hurts the DM. This, this is true. Did you make that backstory on the way to camp? Uh, no. Oh, this is when you had to go down and pick her up in uh, Presque Isle, right? Yeah. Yeah. Context our audience will never know, and let's keep it that way. Screw the audience. I don't even know the context. Yeah, neither do I. Um, that's actually news. I kind of figured you had the uh, elf syndrome. That's why I figured you played Kalzoon. I, I I do like elves as a like a whole, like in any fantasy universe, elves are pretty cool. I can... And I live in the middle of nowhere, so woods ranger stuff is cool too. Hmm. And I like bows. He's really good with the bow. He's very good with the bow. You can go next. I uh, went to 5e and I wanted to be a bard. And then I realized that the high level abilities for bard were terrible. Uh, so I was like, I only want to be part bard. And so I looked for something that went really nice with bard. And then I found sorcerer. Hmm. And I thought it was amazing. Um, I was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> but it's worked out so far. Yeah, because you got a weird homebrew sorcerer. Don't yeah. worry about it. It's Sorry. almost real class. Almost. Yeah. I did not know that Sorcerer came second. I thought you wanted to do Sorcerer first and Bard evolved as part of it. I no, don't know why. But... My favorite class going into D&D because I just loved the flavor of it. <laughs> and that they're super cool and helpful to the team. And then I realized we had a Divine Soul Sorcerer and I was like, oh, okay, a healer. And then we had a cleric, and I was like, oh, look, another healer. So I was like, I don't need to be a healer. I can do something cool. 
So I decided I'm going to be a DPS character. And it hasn't gone well. <laughs> You're going to see tank, though. I don't know. You're great at killing party members. I've never killed a party member. Oh, yeah. I forgot. Yeah, canonical. Different, different universe, too. I can go. Uh, Mittens was originally supposed to be a way different character, but with the campaign setting and Tabaxi's being nobles in this world, I changed it up to fit the campaign setting. So he ended up being a noble. As for sorcerer, divine soul sorcerer, I was originally feeling a healer, just I haven't wasn't a healer in the first game and I felt like it would be nice for the party to have a full designated healer and yeah yeah I feel bad about that one pretty much it there were a lot of perfectly fine (laughs) there were there was a lot of backstory stuff a lot of extra mechanics at play that um kind of definitely messed with a couple of people uh Mittens and Rodrum especially were messed with in the first few sessions, but we'll get to that. Yeah. Kalzun fit right in. Yeah. Yeah, he was there for the first few sessions. Yeah. It's not like you joined partway through. I, I totally didn't join at level 8. Yeah. Kara and Fillory, you two. Go. I guess I can go. Uh, Kara Woodsman, I came up with while skipping my psychology class in college. Um, I wanted, in uh, campaign one, I played a monk, which if anybody's ever played a first edition monk, I feel really bad for you. (laughs) It's terrible. However, because we play a lot of homebrew, it actually came out pretty good. But this time I wanted to do something. My original idea for uh, Kara was a healer that can take a lot of hits. And... Then we had a bunch of healers, so I decided I'm just going to be able to take a lot of hits. And that's what I did, which is how he ended up being a barbarian of the bear totem and a moon druid. And I realized that everyone listening to this just went, you dumbass. And yes, I am. Uh, So it's very hard to bring him down. When he does, everyone's like, oh shit. Um, But he doesn't do that much damage, so... And as far as his personality goes, there's some of it. He does okay damage. He does, yeah, and then you realize how good it feels to do a big hit, and you're like, yeah. And goes, and then you're like, oh, well, yeah, I feel we'll, bad. I we'll get to Lee. We'll get to Lee in a little bit, because there are two things I want to discuss with Lee. Um, it's yeah. kind of a shame he's uh, Dylan's not here for me to uh, interrogate him on something, but... Maybe you guys know the answer. I can, I can try and get him. Possibly. Fillory. Let's hear about Fillory. Okay. Um. So unlike Cubby, I actually came up with my character idea for a class. Um. So I was in a poetry class in high school, and I decided that, um, writing about a D and D character would be really cool, and then. I ended up playing said D&D character. Um, I wrote this entire poem about a soldier who just wants to bring honor back to her name. 
um, which ended up becoming Fillory. Um, however, in that poem, she was a wood elf originally, um, but I was scrolling through the player's handbook looking at races, and I was like, you know what? A lot like Jake, I have always played an elf. Um, let's mix it up and do a tiefling, but then that kind of didn't work with my backstory of being related to a wood elf from the first campaign. Yeah. So, um, made up some type of curse that... Going into elves. Yeah. You really digs all of the idea for the Twitter Yeah, so that's, that's how that happened. Perfect. That's that that is has very short temper. Who does? Hillary. Oh yes, of course. Like five sessions ended with her starting a encounter. All of them were quite terrifying. It, but it all worked out. We all survived. Probably, I don't remember. The the yeah. party kind of had a uh, especially for a long time. You guys had a knack for getting into fights that you definitely probably shouldn't be in. But no, I mean we're so strong. Can't fathom what you're talking about. You well, jumping through a ceiling into a thing of werebears was not a good idea. Uh, fighting a uh, mini boss while being bunched up, and we'll we'll get to we'll get to all that. But um, you Wilfagorst? No, no, the dryad. Oh, you know <laughs> the murderator. <laughs> uh. I think so. No spoiler that we're about to talk about that. Yeah, we're we're on our way towards that. But um I think taking a look at the characters that um you guys kind of started with and where they've like gotten to now is kind of interesting because you guys were all more or less pretty um had pretty straightforward backstories, had some um minor stuff that to kind of like add some flavor to them. And I think every single one of you over time um, for your characters, whether they be the ones that you ended up playing as or the ones that you were playing as from the beginning, I think it was interesting to see you guys kind of like adapt that and increase the um, amount of presence they had in the world, which was interesting. Which, to be fair, is partially my fault since I, like I said before, did not give a lot of the... Uh, backstory up on the world very uh, uh, easily. But one thing that I wanted to talk about is setting up this world was very interesting because the previous campaigns that I had DM'd in the past were all kind of by the seat of my pants. It was my, the first campaign I DM'd was oh, I have a bunch of friends, we get together once a month and play. I guess I can cobble together a story to fit like the multiple days of being asleep and awake and partially playing that we go through. And then with our first campaign, like the group of us, um, after school. Yeah. That was like an after school, like out of our uh, clubs kind of like, well, what do we do now? I guess we'll play D and D and see how far that goes. <laughs> so yeah. that one, that, that went from like a was... six session side quest to was that one two years? Was that two years that campaign? I think so, yeah. Including hiatus two years. Yeah. Yeah, so um that was also a, a long campaign. But again, all like 
pretty much improved on the spot. So with this campaign, I was like, you know what? I'm going to be smart. I'm going to plan out things for the world and have it mainly be focused around these characters and their stories rather than making this overarching plot. And um, I was like, okay, I'll make it like a harsh, difficult world, you know, because the Fae has taken everything over and it's it's hard to survive and it's hard to, you know, get your bearings and you all have to work together as a adventuring party to survive. And then session one, you all meet in a tavern because that's the way to do it. On a cold, yep. cold night, everyone's going around and introducing their characters and their voices, and except me. yeah, except for Jake, who had not joined us just yet. Um, but a couple of you start with voices and stuff, and started like getting into character. I was like, okay, this is awesome. My friends are not professional voice actors; they haven't been playing for years. A lot of you were pretty new to the game even then, at the beginning of the campaign. And obviously, we were all pretty new to 5th edition. So, like, we were all trying to get our footing, and so it was it was fun to see you guys, like, start to get into that. And then, Lee begins speaking. <laughs> <laughs> he introduces the, his the character. Quote. The, the Lee quote came from his mouth. <laughs> Who's saying it? I was going to say it. Well, I was I, waiting. Adam, did I you? Feel like, I feel like it's Sorry. Do you like me to get him? I can. If he's right uh, there, yeah, yeah let's get him. Get him. Yeah. Yeah. When you guys started this campaign, um, I still thought D&D was, like, too nerdy for me. <laughs> Boy, were you wrong. <laughs> yeah. And you then... were playing freaking uh, Edge of the Empire. Shut up. No. I That was right around the same time. But, like, before that, Wait, Adam's like, back. Huh? Uh, he is busy right now. He is busy. Uh, on another, on another show. Mm. Trying to get him. Yeah, but anyway, who who wants to who wants to uh take on the impression of Lee? I think Chris does the best job out of all of us. All right, I'll I'll, I'll I'll do what I can. All right, here's what we'll do. I'll do my impression, and then we all do a Lee impression at once, and just break <laughs> my computer. Ready? So, the, Lee is this six foot tall, 15 strength, 15 constitution, like 17 dexterity character, a very big dude who is, you know, up until this point been quiet at the table, covered in weapons, decked out in armor, has this serious look about him, and he begins talking. Lee says to the group, Hey guys, it's me, Lee. How can I help you today? I'm a Kania. I like to fight things. I used to be a, a gladiator. I used to go around and punch stuff in the face. I don't know what kind of weapons I like. My best friend is dead. And it's terrible. Everything is sad. And my wife is dead. That was pretty good. That's pretty much the <laughs> So, the set... That's that's the first thing that I heard, and I was like, everything I have planned, I might as well throw away. <laughs> <laughs> because it was like, I wasn't angry. I was so shocked that the campaign was 
so quickly not gonna go in the direction they thought it was going in. Uh, just left turn after left yeah. turn. That's consistent. Take enough left turns, you end up on the same road. You know? That's a square. There it goes. Basically, the takeaway from this story is the best sentence to say ever is, Hey guys, I'm Lee. Yeah. Yeah. Hey guys, it's me. I was gonna do a countdown, but I realized the latency's gonna be messed up and we're not gonna be on schedule on uh no. it was so I think we just did it all randomly together. Three, yeah, three, two, two one. one. Hey, hey guys, if me if me if me Lee. Lee. It works out so well. That yeah. was amazing. Masterpiece. I want to point out, the three people sitting on the same couch together were still out of sync. <laughs> Sounds about right. Jake and I were perfect. Yeah. I don't know if it's just us being you? perfect or just that mine's so easy to... Yeah, you guys are just not as good as us. Yeah. Uh, wow. Rogues, rogues are just better. Yeah. Never thought of it that way. Let's hey, talk about... <laughs> rogues are better. What? Tell us how rogues are better. Better yet, when live longer than two days. They yeah. never die. Let's talk. <laughs> Let's talk about the beginning of the campaign, shall we? But I think the best place to start with the campaign is immediately. The cool, the cool rock is not quite it, um, but the whole <laughs> in Gale Peak. The whole overarching theme is that. The Fae is this powerful force that is invading the material plane. So, the first couple of, encount of encounters were a combination of fights with these powerful Fae. So, like, direwolves immediately attacking the inn. Um, a powerful dryad that controlled the uh, surrounding area and a whole lot of magic. As well as a lot of just more dangerous encounters to set the mood of, like, okay... My initial intentions were, okay, this is your lesson that you cannot fight everything. That lesson mm. was never followed, ever. Oh. And we'll, there will be some prime examples of when that lesson maybe should have been followed, and never was. But, um... Can we point out the fact that we were in a world, and we're all meeting each other, and none of them saw anything wrong with the fact that one of their party members was a fae worshipper. Yes, this is true. So, Furbolgs are were, are in this kind of strange situation where, because they are Fey adjacent, they are basically seen as Fey. So, this party that was, you know, trying to make their way through the world, one of their main members is this definitely, uh, at least partially Fey person, who also channels a bunch of Fey magic. So, may I describe Kara? Of course. Well, he's also harmless, so... A wonderfully kind-looking man that just happens to be 8 feet 9, wielding an 11-foot hammer that has terrible charisma and wears a mask of one of, of, one of his old um, companion's skull. So, great to talk to with whole 9 charisma. He loves to be your friend. He yeah. loves Nick, I swear to God, if you do not speak up, enunciate, and talk into the microphone 
I'm trying. No, you're not. I'm far away. <laughs> Anyways, so basically, this duality of hey, this is the dangerous creatures that you're going to be facing, and this is the force that's causing all of this to happen. That was kind of the idea between the um, first initial encounters, which was like a whole nest of onkegs that you guys had to fight through. Um, gigantic caterpillars. Uh, strange organizations of bandits with weird traps. This also caused the party to get into this weird situation where everyone was... I think everyone was still trying to figure out what their character does and who their characters were. So, for instance, the with... Uh, Lee, for instance, he didn't know what weapons he was supposed to be using until, like, two or three sessions in. Because um, he was using all this strength stuff, and his dexterity was way higher. Uh, and then, obviously, we had some issues between Fillory and Rodrum. Uh, one of them being a need-to-do-good, and the other being Rodrum. Murder of a... An asshole. All of the, all of the above, yes. Yeah. Um, so that this kind of set the scene of, hey, these guys are idiots, and they're probably going to get themselves killed, but maybe they'll be strong enough and smart enough to figure things out, you know, when things get dangerous. Our intelligent party member had not joined us yet. This is true. Esper, the high elf wizard, had not been there for a session, and the smartest character in the party was coming in a couple of sessions. But let's get to session, because our sessions are 12 hours long. We play D&D for a long time on Saturdays. Um, and personally, I wouldn't have it any other way. But session two, about halfway through, this party of adventurers still trying to figure out who they are and what they're doing and how to survive in this world are attacked by a number of uh, direwolves and this powerful dryad wielding a lot of magics um, that was attacking outside of town so they went out into the dark cold night with everything they had to try and fight her I want to start by mentioning the fact that I had totally planned for this to be a you do enough damage to this person they're eventually going to back off because they're like this isn't worth the trouble anyone else want to talk about what happened <laughs> I want to point out one thing that I was talking about before this uh, podcast started. Mm -hmm. Is that that first fight against the Dryad was a master class of putting us in our place and was honestly one of the best scripted, non-scripted fights I've ever seen in my life. Because it immediately taught us that we are not our old characters anymore. And we are not invincible. I think I can take point on this combat, kind of. Please do. Explain how you aren't invincible, Nick. <laughs> so, Rodrum, being a murder-kill happy rogue, also being a blood elf, which means they can't leave combat willingly, which is part of what they do, uh, he immediately went to the front lines and used his sword to stab things. Like, right up to the Dryad, right up to the Direwolves. And was, you know, attacking, doing damage. And then we all kind of clustered up, the melee people, and then she started using magic. Magic that really didn't work well with Rodrum. 
Yeah, so about this whole Fey thing, the, the bush that I've been beating around for the past 30 minutes or so is the fact that the Feywild basically ate the weed, the whole force of magic for everything. Uh, which means that whenever anyone tries to use magic, they are taking on a part of that corruption themselves. It's damaging to them. Sometimes it provides benefits, but most of the time it's just a doom counter. When you read every spell level you cast is a pip of corruption, basically. And once you reach 40, you are in an extremely dangerous position where there is so much corruption in your body, you have to try and use your own magical capability to resist it. This situation, combined with the fact that this powerful fey creature could basically spew corruption at her foes, meant that the people in the front lines very quickly got a lot of corruption. Yeah, and considering uh, none of us were ranged fighters yet, that was all of us. Yeah. Um, so basically, what ended up happening was Rodrum, the, uh, <laughs> I just noticed, Nick yep. in Discord has removed Rodrum's name from his uh, little list there. Rodrum was slain in the fight. He took on too much corruption, uh, and his body was turned into plant matter and just fell apart to pieces in front of the dryad. The party... It turns out you can't have a DC that's over 20 if you have a minus to your wisdom, which is the stat I had to roll for the saving throw. Yeah. Rodrum, unfortunately, was in a very bad situation where it was time to be permadead halfway through the second session. <laughs> it's not like when you die to the corruption you can't be revivified or raised dead or anything your body is like obliterated and your soul is torn away like even like true resurrection just doesn't work even wish doesn't work right yeah it's it's real powerful. well i don't know about wish wish is kind of strong we haven't tried it i don't know if chris has said anyway we shouldn't try it we were level two anyway something two we were three. level three level three we didn't have access to Rivify, much less Wish. Rodrum died and was permadead. Two and a half sessions into the campaign, my character was out of the campaign. And it was the funniest thing I've ever seen in my life. It was beautiful because no one liked him. Well, you guys are, were mean to him unnecessarily. He was kind of trying to be a good person. Not very well, but Bullshit. He's the one that made you go back and fight instead of letting the town be destroyed. Forgot about that, didn't you? No, we didn't forget about it, because you bring it up every time! I know! <laughs> and since he can't lord it over you, I have to. He's also the one that tried to keep a street fight going just for his own amusement. Yeah, I also tried to stop you from getting in the middle of it and getting arrested, and then you got us arrested. The point is that... Rodrum, for better or worse, was dead. now dead. No coming back. Nothing the party could do. It was in the first session and a half, the party was in a situation where they had just lost a member and there was no fighting for them further. They had to surrender to the Dryad, which essentially ended in more or less a stalemate because they had at the very least, held her off long enough that attacking the town wasn't feasible anymore. Which totally was not the DM pulling punches and saying, you know, 
one character death is enough for today. Let's just move right along, shall we? Totally wasn't that. It was the Dryad was held off long enough and had to retreat. It's fine. Obviously. Yeah. One player character permadeath is enough for session two. Yeah. I almost had her. She was on the ropes. I was like halfway through one of her dogs. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I will say, uh, for any DMs out there, any would-be DMs, if you're for some reason listening to this for uh, advice, first of all, don't. Uh, there are much better sources than this. <laughs> um, second of all, be very careful when designing encounters. Because when you have rules that allow for permadeath, um, having a situation at level 3 where that permadeath may just happen can be uh, not just rough for the player, but also difficult to figure out in the moment what's going to happen and how to get this player set up with the only next option, which is a new character. And speaking of new characters, it was shortly after uh, Rodrum's death, as this party of adventurers licking their wounds, decided to head down the road that they met their new friend. William Kidsley, a.k.a. Billy. Welcome to the show, Billy! Hey, it's me, Billy! I mean, William Kidsley, but that's a long name. He goes by Billy. Showed up to the party, and in this world, he disguised himself as a human. Because All of 20 minutes. <laughs> well, that's when we had corruption rules weird. Anyway... He showed up disguised as a human, a human warlock, and they were immediately attacked by ogres, and then he shot them with a blast. Did, well, actually, no, I think he used Witch Bolt in that fight. I never used it again. And he was pretty good. He shot a lot of shots, and then uh, joined the party pretty easily. And I made a joke that I regret to this day. Yep. Where I found out he was goat man and i made a joke saying ha 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 it's billy the kid yep like a goat we all ah that's my character build now we all uh, regret this joke <laughs> i do apologize so one thing about my about my character get a warlock give the invocation match many faces so we could disguise self at will when you cast spells, when you expend a spell slot specifically, you gain corruption. When we were at that point, we'd forgotten about the expending a spell slot portion of that, and we thought it was when you cast a spell. So every time Billy cast a spell, he gained corruption, and it got to the point where he was getting dangerously high in corruption, which he shouldn't have anyway, for multiple reasons. And so that's when I told the party a few hours after meeting them that I was a satyr, not a human. Which the party, probably against like what the world would have taught them so far, was pretty much chill with that. Yo, I was uh, completely fine with it. Well, yeah, but you're Kara. Yeah, so um, the party who had basically just started hanging out together now had not one but two fey people in their mix. And, uh, well, that was going to go up a little bit. But at the same time, the numbers of the party were going to decrease quite a bit more. 
and then increase a little more and then decrease you guys never stayed at like the same party size for more than like three sessions like nowadays yeah, it's kind of the same that. number but sometimes it's four of you sometimes it's eight thousand of you and i cannot keep track of all your names and where am i don't worry about it it's great cool one more point we've had before this in like campaign chronological order is mm. revenant please revenant that did that begin because that's important was that's that kind of big top big revenant was before revenant, that began session two that was session two. When we were going. Yeah. Was, yeah, that was on the way to the big butterfly. We first encountered the Revenant. Yeah, that is right. And an Umber Hulk. In the same encounter. Yes. In a very narrow corridor. I remember now. I remember oh. we were wailing That's on true. the Revenant while you guys were fighting an Umber Hulk. Yep. Yeah. Me and Lee. Sure. I think I was playing Rodrum at that point in the middle of the combat and I couldn't get past anyone so I was just doing nothing which was good I'm very oh, happy right. I wasn't alright that's when I used a table as a weapon for a solid probably what hour you used a table as a weapon until Rodrum died yeah and it wasn't even my table I just took it from the end yep <laughs> He didn't have Tavern Brawler. He had no reason to do that except for our like test session. He had a door that had a ward spellcast on it that he used as a table. That's his only justification for using a table. You know, it was, uh, it was fun. The more this discussion goes on, it sounds like I just set up a lot of really like impossible encounters for you guys. But you guys killed the Revenant yeah. yeah. and no, the Underhold. Yep. That just proves how good yeah. we are. No one died in that combo. All strategy. I don't know who went down, but no one died. Uh, Lee. Lee went down. A lot. Oh, a lot. Yeah, quite a bit. There was, I remember the uh, Revenant basically like pinning Lee to the ground, like legs over his chest and just pummeling him in the face while I was desperately trying to stab this Revenant to unconsciousness. I have, I have some fun backstory about the Revenant, actually. Uh, the entire conception of Lee has a revenant after him came from this exact conversation. I think Adam might be able to remember this. Dylan came up to me at, like, the beginning of session two and was like, hey, I had some more ideas for Lee. Specifically, there was this person that he killed. He began to shout. I told him, shh, and that was that. That, I believe, was basically all we had established on the topic. Was that he had, like, killed somebody. And it was, I think he said that it was his best friend. That was basically it on Dylan's side that um was brought up as far as the Revenant goes. And at some point during the session, I think I was reminded that Revenants exist from one of the old books. So I was just like, well... Let's try this, shall we? And so began <laughs> the saga of the Revenant, which <laughs> became a recurring villain for a while. <laughs> I think we were, what, like level seven before we got rid of that thing? Yep. Uh, it was how we yeah, traveled. That's when we finally got banishment. Yeah. Level seven, because none of us could well, banish Level him. five is banishment, but level three. 
Nope, it's level four. level four. I don't know. I'm not a cleric. It's a level three spell. No, it's not. It's level four. See? It's an understandable mistake. Point is, that's when we managed to banish it. At least level seven. And dinosaur it. Yeah. Um, oh, it dinosaur us. Continue. No. Anyway. Yeah. Um, continuing on from where we were, Rodrum's dead. Everyone's happy. Um, Taylor, do you have an Arabic alphabet on your keyboard? Cubby. Well, I guess Graydon's not continuing for us. <laughs> no, I was going to, and then Cubby opened his mouth. You know, those, random shit. you know those times when we're about to say things and then Cubby opens his mouth and everything just goes down the drain? <laughs> this is such yeah, a clusterfuck and I love it. <laughs> Point is, taking over. Um, and just to get this back on track, we met up and we went to the next town and I believe that's where we met the circus people, if I remember correctly. Because we met them almost immediately after eating, meeting Billy. Uh, you met, but you met a few people in that next town, the town of Wardreach. You met, let's see. Uh, that was your first place where you met Calzoon, I believe. But it was way later on that you actually ended up meeting him. Meeting him. Um, we met Calzoon outside of Bob. When you were Ward guys, Reach. yeah. When you guys were leaving Ward Reach way later on, you yeah. met Calzoon. When we returned, when we returned to Ward Reach one time, that's when we met. Yes. And, and you guys got banned. Yes, we'll we'll be getting to that. Um, the party basically ran into a quite a few different people in Ward Reach, didn't you? Um, you met the first like big organization of the Wardens, which was like this big overarching. Like, very powerful defensive force. Uh, these veteran warriors that had trained their entire lives to defend uh, the Eternal Ward. Um, which, the Eternal Ward refers to a lot of things, like a region of the map and also a citadel. It's fine. And a suicide map. They're used interchangeably. It's okay. And also the big shield protecting uh, not Fae from Fae. Yes. Yeah, it's kind of a big plot piece. I'd like to reiterate the suicide box. You know, the box, the word. You're cutting out, and okay. <laughs> no, he muted me. I was just explaining to him what I mean by that is the thing that a warden see, and they have to, like. He's motioning, killing himself. Specifically, slicing his throat. Thank you. Great. Well, I could just snap his neck. Position. <laughs> he's trying to. I don't know what he's doing. Look, we're gonna cover the. Doing. We're gonna cover the magic and lore and the ward stuff later on. I want to get. I want to focus more on the characters this first episode anyway. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, that that's a whole lot of stuff to get into, like half-assed right now. So, I I just want to focus on this first little arc that you guys went through. The party at this point basically ran into a few different people. Uh, other people they met was uh, Zelithir, the human wizard, uh, the first NPC of many that would become their, like, prime traveling companions. They met a previous hero of, basically, the world, 
um, known only as the Zealot, um, and basically enlisted his help in trying to get rid of the Revenant issue. And lastly, uh, you guys met Master Warden Tarkius, who, while we're not going to touch too much on the Wardens and uh, what they are, basically is this extremely powerful wandering figure that whenever there's an issue in the Eternal Ward itself, it is taken care of. And yes, while it has multiple meanings, he's there whenever there's a problem, so it doesn't matter. He's the call-in ass kicker. Yeah. Uh, so the party set off to try and fix the uh, Revenant issue, as well as to try and pursue some of their own issues at the same time. Uh, because basically, a lot of you were just interested in traveling around at this point. And seeing as how Lee was a super nice guy, uh, and Rodrum was dead, you were kind of out of options of other people to help. Basically, we were told to go uh, murder some followers of the Webmother, uh, because they were being followers of the Webmother. The Webmother is one of our table not... names for Drow. Uh, lol. Well, I mean, yeah. Um, basically, we were sent to murder them for being religiously different. Well, um, I mean, Lolth is very culty. Lolth is fine. Shut up. You're lying to yourself, and you know that. The party was level four, had no other options, their dog friend was being beaten up every day, and had no choice but to get involved in religious wars. And I think there we're going to leave it off. Because we're two, over two hours of recording, even with what I'm going to cut out. Oh, wow. Good. Yep. Yeah, we've been here a little bit. Now let's talk about Calhoun's deal. <laughs> <laughs> well, no one's listening. Quick. Calhoun's deal. Prince. Yeah, Taylor. Yep. Well, I kind of came up with this, like, half-assed idea. And honestly, I think it would be hilarious. But, like, what if we animate what we're saying, but keep... Hold on. Before you say no, stick figures. Okay. Okay. We're gonna do two stick figure animations. Me? I can draw stick figures. I have nothing better to do. If I get, like, a general... We're talking about this at this point. I can put something together. I demand you base Billy stick figure off the one I've already created. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's no other current uh, image, so I guess I have to. You can just yep. make like a claim of our drawings of our characters, like butting in and out when we talk. No, I'm just do stick figures. It's easier. So just stills, but I mean, well, like you have the stick figures, and you put the people into frame whenever they talk. Oh, like on, like put them on a like a popsicle stick, and then move them around. Oh. Like I think I've seen that before. We're just stealing ideas. You didn't, you didn't. My gosh. Chris. Mm-hmm. Or not Chris. Nick, you need to watch CP Grey and take inspiration. Whatever. CPG Grey. And take inspiration from him. Okay. <laughs> I will say yes uh, to this request to quote-unquote, animate this section. Um, that being said, this podcast is an audio format, which means 
we're gonna have to do some links. Uh, we don't have any of no, the links you. yet. We don't have any of them. I'm sorry. We don't have any links. We don't have a spot. We're not on Spotify yet, as of recording this. We're not on. Where do you watch podcasts? Where do you listen to podcasts? YouTube. YouTube. Um, we I are on YouTube. Man. See, we win. Um, we are in fact on YouTube. Yeah. If you go to, sorry, I'm sorry. Am I the one saying the YouTube link, or do you have something else to say, Nick? Ah. Okay, apparently not. Uh, yeah, so check us out on YouTube at alvzy underscore sprocket. You can find, right now, aside from this, uh, just a bunch of my garbage, so uh, check that out. Um, is I'm also on Twitter, but I don't use the Twitter, so just ignore that. Um... Do you guys have anything you want to plug? Any uh, any sites you want to talk about? No. I don't. I, I don't have Twitter. No. Okay, so I, uh, I mean, I have an Instagram. There's nothing on it, and it's just there so I can look at prequel memes. So I have nothing. You can find Nick on Steam playing such games as Skyrim. That is all. Lego Star Wars. Yep. Lego Star Wars. <laughs> yeah, like Piglin. That's a good game. Demo for that came out at some point. Pretty fun. I would like to talk about Bitcoin. No. Okay. Never mind. You can buy Graydon's Bitcoin now. We're not going to tell you the link or anything. You got to find it. No. You can send him. I don't Bitcoin. have any Bitcoin to sell. Well, don't tell them that. I only want one Bitcoin though, like one bit of a coin. I don't want the fancy electronic garbage. I'll buy the coin and give it to you. Yeah, that's what I want. But like a thousand. There you go. I mean, I would, but I haven't posted on my Instagram in like three, four months. So I don't see the point. Um, I mean, if you want to follow me, I guess it would be Shelby Cash 33 um, Pretty much anything with that is probably me. So yeah. Uh, I have nothing. He I have owned, nothing to plug. He owns nothing. Give this man something. Give this man your Twitters, okay. everyone. Give him your Reddits. You're on Reddit, that's about yeah. it. Yeah, that's true. Don't post iPhone. anything. Being my iPhone. Check him out on Reddit as the one person who has put a post for one of my videos. Um... Uh, yeah, actually, my PlayStation Gamer tag, just add me, Jake, wow. capital J, um, a zero instead of the O for of, and then a capital G. Say the name again. Jake of Geico. It's a joke on the whole Jake from State Farm. We got you. You just cut out in the middle of Geico, so I wanted you to say it. Oh, okay. So, yeah, Jake of you can check them out there playing. Oh, it's a picture of Kratos. It's got Kratos. Cubby. Don't, don't you guys put that. First off, don't you dare put that damn Kratos me photo on. Um, <laughs> no. also, I'm, an old, I'm gonna. I'm animating. I'm gonna put that in. Also, I'm an old man, so I don't have any of those uh, social media things. 
He is an old man that is younger than most of us. Once again, from bottom billing, I'd like to say, please give me your bitcoins. <laughs> That's it. That's and the podcast. Episode one. We did it. Good night. Good night. I won. Yo. <laughs> I won the podcast, guys. Hey,